You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, Bella Army. Okay, so the babes are here and we are so excited. And exhausted. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) So we were going to record a baby news episode for you all this week, but we need a little extra time to focus on this big change. Huge change. Yes, like sleep. (laughs) But we promise you all we'll bring you that update. And honestly, we cannot wait to share it all with you. But in the meantime, please enjoy today's episode. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes, welcome back. And we're so excited because we have the host of Big Demi Energy on today's podcast. And we're going to talk about the big breakup energy of quarantine. Ooh, scary. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree, and this is the Bellas Podcast. Okay, you guys, don't tell Artem and Brian, but the Bellas are about to drop the BTS on our relationships during lockdown. Whoa, you know what that means. It's time for opening up, so let's pop that bottle. All right, today Nicole and I are opening up with something really, really healthy. Even though we feel like mocktails in general are really healthy, but this is like... I don't even know if we can call it a mocktail instead of just a juice. <laughs> but anyways, it's what we're drinking. It's called a Feel the Heart Beat. It's three carrots, half a cup of spinach, and half a beet. You know what? Throw it in a martini glass and I'll call it a mocktail. How about that? Right. You know what? Anything that doesn't have alcohol is a mocktail to me. So all my juices, all of it. Plus, we're going to be talking about heartbeats and heartbreaks. So you know I think it's perfect. And today, we have Demi Burnett on the podcast. So if you guys don't know Demi, Demi is from season 23 of The Bachelor. She was also on Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. And, you know, one of uh, the headlines that she made from that show was she had come out and did it so gracefully and spoke so well. Um, it was the first time she had talked about it. Plus, 
you know, she's had public breakups, which, you know, what's funny is this interview you all are going to hear was the beginning of quarantine where she was with her boyfriend. But I think the news now is that they broke up. They broke up. Just like I feel like half of the world right now in quarantine. Yeah. And I will say this. I'm not surprised because they had a couple situations. You remember she told us about. Remember we told her, yeah. like, the Bellas will be your bodyguards next time. I do remember that. We'll take your side. So I don't know what it is about quarantine. I don't know if it just made you really realize the person you were with or if it just made you so stir crazy you were well, tired of that person. You know what? Like, I almost want to create a show to interview all these people who are filing for divorce or breaking up during quarantine because for me, I, I see it both ways. I'm like, okay, you're in quarantine and you either finally see the true colors of this other person or there's already pre-problems and then you finally realize in quarantine we're never going to have this work out. Like the only reason why this has been working out is because we've been living our own lives and we've been busy at work. But then also I'm like, wait, 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 are you guys making too quick of a decision? Do you need to wait for the world to open up again? I, I want mm -hmm. I want to pick all their brains. Because like, I mean, Brie, you and I, we both have our own personal stories of how quarantine has been for us. Even though I think... With our relationships, they've been more positive. Now, we right. both have definitely gone in, into it with our significant other, and we'll talk about that. Of course. I mean, more like, you know, Brian, can you please not leave the food in the sink because it dries up, and then I have to scrub it out? Like, just, you know, rinse it off. Oh, my God, that's such a pet peeve of mine. Oh, my gosh, me too. If, you know, like with Artem, because he's this gourmet chef, and he's incredible, and I try not to nag or complain because he cooks me all my meals, and right. I'm spoiled. You are. Um. But he'll even wash the dishes at times, which is so sweet because I always offer to wash the dishes, but then he just leaves them on the counter <laughs> and it bothers me so much. Oh, you have OCD. But I do. I know. Like Brian, he likes granola and like avocado, right? So he'll just rinse his, which is great. He rinses off his plate, puts it in the dishwasher. But think of avocado getting stuck or granola getting stuck Ew. on a, a sink. Yeah. And I go, you know, I'm wasting now more water scrubbing. Just go like this. Just pat it into the disposal. Just right. Pat, 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 One pat. second. That's all. But you know what? That's been hit the big thing. I think they. That's bugged me in quarantine. With yeah. Them, which isn't that bit. <laughs> that is it. And Brian and Artem probably there's things. I mean, I've asked Artem because I've. Artem and I have had a few discussions, disagreements, because I'm very honest about it. But then I do you're say... Okay. It's allow you're allowed to have disagreements. It doesn't oh, mean you I'm have not, a bad relationship. No, we definitely have had disagreements about it. But you know what I've been proud of myself is I've asked him, well, what bothers you about me? Ooh, and what is it? <laughs> well, because I am such a clean freak. Yeah, you have OCD. He's like, I'm not even done with a glass of water and it's already in the dishwasher or like maybe there was something I was going to rewear and it's already in the hamper. He's like, I feel like if I set something down, I'm afraid that it's going to oh be my. put somewhere else. Nicole, I do that to Brian. Do you <laughs> know what? But Brian makes a big joke. He goes, let me guess, you gave it to Goodwill? Because yeah. like I'm always at Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, I, he's like, where's my shaker cup? And I'm like, oh, I thought you were done with that. He's like, no, I make like three shakes a day. I want to use the same one. I'm like, well, you left it on the counter. I'm, oh gosh, I do the same. And then, but I think there's a positive to that because Artem will be like, where's my iPods? And I'm like, oh, I plugged them in in the laundry room. Like, so like, yeah, damn, I that's mean, good. right? Yeah. Like those are steps that what I do. Right. I would like if someone just plugged in my stuff and made sure it was all getting charged. I do it to his laptop. I even got him a laptop stand because I didn't like how it would lay on the counter in the laundry room. So I got this cute stand so you could like charge it. And he's like, you have 
an organized drawer or <laughs> something to hold something so it looks organized. And I'm like, that's me. That's who I am. But you and I are like bossy little bitches. We are bossy little bitches. But you I'm know not what? I, lie. I told Brian this. I'm like, how nice for you that I want to take control of this household, that I want to like be in charge of everything because yeah. I I'm a, I am a little bit of a control freak, but I do like things my way. Yeah, but like. He just has to kick back. Yeah. And another thing Artem said about me, which is Oh, I can't true. wait to hear this one too. Well, I'm just like, I love to plan my day. So like you and I, even in quarantine, I can't just have a lazy day, right? Like I need to make sure it's still very productive. So if I don't have a lot of meetings that day, I'm like, so Artem, we're going to do a TikTok video and then we're going to have, you know, maybe do something for our Instagrams. And then I just want to get creative. And he'll be like, whoa, like Artem can't handle that. Like when all of a sudden there's a checklist of things he has to do. And then we got into it because I was like, you just don't want to dance with me anymore. (laughs) And he's like, oh my gosh. He's like, no, but you just are forcing me to do all these things. And you don't even ask. You just tell me. So we had a I am on Artem's side with that. I feel like you try to make Artem and I your clowns and make us just do whatever you want. No, I just want to collab and create. Like we're in quarantine. I don't want to just sit and look at the ceiling all day. Like if I don't have a business meeting, I want to do something productive and we live in Phoenix, Arizona, so I can't go outside or I'm going to melt. It's like, (laughs) what else is there to do? Let's, you know, I don't know, connect with the world, do a funny dance. Can we do it? You and Artem aren't going to join that statistic of breakups and quarantine, are you? No, actually I will say when he had to go home to LA for two days to fix stuff at his house, um, I cried. I actually cried. I missed him so much because in quarantine, we've been together every day in the bed every night and I didn't even sleep well because he was gone. It made me realize how much I love having Artem in my life. Right. You know, so. Well, that's how I feel about Brian. For me, a pandemic, it's like, I feel so blessed that I have the support of Brian and that I have a partner who shares the same views with me and we both want the best for our family and we're willing to do it. So this has been a great experience from like my relationship right. as well. And I think that's what it can be. Now, definitely Brian and I did have to talk about a couple things. Right. Like we definitely both had to talk about compromise. That was the one thing that definitely got brought up in our quarantine world is sometimes he he doesn't feel I compromise with him, but I feel different. I feel like I do a lot of compromising. So that was like one thing in our relationship that got brought up because we were we started to be together all the time and yeah, you know, like everyone does over coffee, big plans. You think about like all these things, but compromise actually was the one thing in my relationship that got brought up. Well, and I think this is quarantine. You know, definitely could be such a plus for people in relationships right now, because I feel like more than ever, it's made us like forced to communicate in uncomfortable ways and be vulnerable. And I think though, maybe that's where the divorce rates come in is people really have sat down and had that amazing talk. Like, is this really what we want? Yeah. You know, that's what I'm going to imagine when I keep seeing a new thing pop up in us weekly of a new divorce that I'm going to be like, maybe they just had a great conversation and they realized (laughs) They're not meant to be because that's what I've really used quarantine for. You know, with you, Brie, we've talked a lot about our businesses and our future goals and are we living the life we want to live and are we fully representing ourselves, our morals and our passions, you know, in all of our companies. And then 
too. I've had the greatest, deepest conversations with Artem of what, you know, my expectations are, what his expectations are, like how we want to live life. And that goes for Brian and I too. Yeah. And we've actually had very mature conversation in the sense of like, I've been like, Brian, I want you to live the life you want. And he wants me to live the life I want. Yeah. Now we're lucky right now that we see it on the same plane. There's definitely things Brian wants different and I want different. And that's why I keep saying compromise. But like you said, there's some relationships where you're like, well, the happy life you want, the happy life I want isn't together. So let's just co-parent or split up and, you know, wish each other luck. But goodness, to break up on lockdown. I mean, I wouldn't, that would have to be tough to find a new place and move out, right? Yeah, because, yeah, I guess it would. That'd be scary. But, you know, one relationship that's flourishing is ours. Oh, like sisters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've had a great quarantine's been great for us. I do agree with that. I wonder if it's been that way for other siblings who work together. Probably not. I don't know. Actually, probably. It might, depending if they, I mean, well, we live next door to each other, but yeah. Well, enough about us and our relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bring on our guest. Up next is Demi Burnett. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much 
that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry to healthy, low sugar condiments, everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla? I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. This conversation originally aired on Demi Burnett's Big Demi Energy podcast. 
Hello there, Nikki and Bree. This is so cool that I get to chat with y'all. I'm a huge fan. Oh, um, thank you. There's so much I just want to like have a good convo about. I'm really excited for this. Um, starting off, like, what have you guys been doing during quarantine? I know everyone kind of has their own regimen or their own new hobbies. I mean, you guys are pregnant during quarantine. I can't imagine doing quarantine without drinking. Oh, I mean, it's 2 p.m. and I've already had a beer. Right? Well, we feel like it was God's doing because he knew (laughs) we'd be absolute drunks if we weren't forced to be sober in quarantine. (laughs) Honestly. We'd be killing vineyards, finding them anywhere. So. (laughs) <laughs> that's really cute though that you guys have each other that's nice because yeah. you know i'm i'm with my boyfriend and stuff but i'm not like with anybody who i've known my entire life or like you know super super close friend i'm like in his element uh so it's been a little challenging because i'm just like i miss my friends i miss my family um but i'm happy to be with my boyfriend and you know i can distract myself pretty easily yeah See, that's awesome you know what nicole and i were saying Think of all the people who like moved in together that first week and then all of a sudden quarantine happened or like some that were we were saying forced to be together. Like, right. like I wonder how it is for them. Well, talk about testing a relationship. I mean, at oh, least yeah. you'll know off the bat, right? Yeah, it's been pretty nuts. Like uh, we've fought in a lot during this because we'd only been together like a month before the quarantine happened, oh, like wow. a month so- and a half. And but we had spent every day together before that. Like we hadn't spent a night apart. So it just kind of was like a thing, like not even a conversation, just like, okay, we're going to go to my mom's and quarantine there. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Uh, And then, you know, you spend that much time with someone and their family. You start nitpicking and like just getting really mad about the stupidest stuff and fighting about it. But what I learned from it the most was that we can resolve our fights, even if I'm annoyed or he's annoyed with me or whatever. And we do get into a little bicker. We can resolve it maturely. And so that's very telling. Oh, yeah. see, that's good. See, that now, is. is it awkward at all if you guys fight for you? Because he has all his family, which usually take his side. But like, do you guys go in another room and have to make sure your voices are like quiet? Um, yeah. So there has been a couple fights where like, you know, the family was involved. Like the one time I like went to my apartment and stuff, we were like in a fight and, uh, they were all like talking about me and like talking about the situation. And so then I got back and I was like, well, I feel really awkward because I know you've all been talking about me and some of you are irritated with me and like obviously taking his side and stuff. So ever since that happened, it happened like a week ago. It's kind of been a little tense around here. I definitely feel uncomfortable at times, but I'm like just trying to get over it. But it's frustrating because it's like, babe, I'm like, don't involve your family in all this because you know I'm here with you and like it's going to be awkward for me and uncomfortable and I don't want that. But then sometimes, you know, whenever we are fighting, it's me who's louder because I just have a loud voice whenever I'm like really passionate about something. Right. And so it's like I'm kind of doing it to myself because then everyone's like, what's going on? And I'm yeah. like, none of your freaking business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be so tough. I couldn't even imagine that. But I do tell you it's, this all the time. Like what? my sister will confide in me in certain things about her and Artem. And the relationship. And she, it's almost like she doesn't want me to judge or have my own opinions because then yes. the next day everything could be fine, but then I'm still judging. And she'll be like, why are you being so judgy? And I'm like, do you want me to just get over it and not have an opinion about what you told me? So I tell her, yes. I'm like, sometimes <laughs> you just probably shouldn't tell me stuff because I will have an opinion. I'll hold on to it. And, it, you know, like I'm not in your situation. That is true. But I feel like we've all tried to learn that throughout the years and we'll never learn it. That whenever we get in fights, we go straight to our friends, straight to our family. Mm -hmm. And then it sucks because then they always judge that person. And it's like, you guys, 
It's just a fight. <laughs> yeah, and like, it. let me just like talk shit about them for a second and you pretend like it didn't happen and I don't want you to like feel differently about that person. I just needed to vent. Always. Totally. That will be the only plus when there's actually robots in this world because then we could just talk shit to a robot <laughs> and then program them not to judge. <laughs> and be like, yes. Oh. So you're talking about therapist. <laughs> yeah, but like a robot. No, I therapist know. You know, judge. I've had one experience with a therapist and uh, it was really good, but this is an interesting conversation because I'm curious to know what y'all think about it. Yeah. Because I felt like the therapist was just telling me what I wanted to hear just so I would come back so I could keep paying them. And I was like, no, I need you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Like, I need you to criticize my behavior so I can, like, make things right and feel like a better person, not just tell me what I want to hear so I'll keep coming back. But, I mean, I did only go to a few sessions. Maybe it was just, like, not a therapist for me. But I don't know if you guys experienced that. So I have experienced that before. And I was like, not for me. And then I got a life coach. So a little different than a therapist, but a life coach. So helps me personally, emotionally, business-wise, in every aspect of my life, but definitely always tells me all the stuff I'm doing wrong. And I can't believe how much growth I've had with the life coach. And I was like, finally, someone that is telling me like, Brie, stop feeling bad for yourself. Stop saying this. Stop saying this. Instead, let's do it this way. And it made me a better sister, wife. It made me a better business partner. But I've been working with her for a long time. And I was like, life coach is always what I needed. Yeah. Well, remember when I had a therapist that actually would scold me really bad. So I was actually always afraid to go in because <laughs> oh, I man. always felt like I was in trouble with how I was living my life or like just loving this person for who they were. Like, how dare I love them for this? So, I mean, I've been through, I feel like a lot of therapists and just like breathe a minute, I got a life coach. That was like game changer, fully helped me, changed me in the ways that I wanted to be changed. So if you go the life coach route, for sure. But yeah, therapists can be scary. Yeah. Yeah. So life coach, how often do you talk to a life coach? So I used to talk to mine once a week. And then I was kind of like, okay, I think I'm good for a little bit. So then we took a month off and then we started back up, took another month off. And now I'm back talking to her every week. Just because with quarantine life, we run three companies and like a lot of people, all of a sudden you had to learn how to evolve your companies differently because we are lucky that a lot of ours was anyways direct to consumer online, but everything is changing. And one of ours, you know, Birdie B, our downtown factory, no one's been able to work since March. And we were doing a lot of like made to order. So we've just had to change so much. So it was hard not to kind of just feel defeated. And then also it's like we're pregnant. We haven't been able to see our mom. It's like her time mm-hmm. where, yeah, it's like her two daughters, her twins are pregnant. She hasn't been able to rub our bellies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like with all this stuff and the uncertainty, I was like, I need her back in once a week. To help like business wise, but also just emotionally, because it is easy to get anxiety like during these times. Yeah, I feel like I would need to talk to a life coach every day. I'm very (laughs) curious about this whole life coach thing. Like, how are they different from a therapist? You know, I feel like there's a lot more conversation happening and structure. I felt like sometimes when I'd go into a therapist and maybe not all, but my experience is I kind of felt like I had to keep talking. And like when there'd be quiet moments, I was like, am I not telling enough? I don't know. It always felt like 
a little bit of someone listening more. Like I got to talk more and someone was listening. Yeah. With my life coach, I feel like we're always coming up with a plan. There's detail. Like we concentrate on maybe one thing on the call, but there's a lot of back and forth. Right. Right. Well, I feel like a life coach will help guide you through your problems, your life, your business. Where therapists, I feel like sometimes they're paid to listen to you and get out an emotion, but like a life coach, you're just, you're being coached to be a better person, like who you want to be. And that's what I've always have preferred because I've been the same. Like I've been there with a therapist, then it's quiet. And I'm like, am I, am I supposed to cry right now? Or they, what's happening? (laughs) And I would walk out of there. Like, did I get anything from this? I kind of feel the same where in the life coach session, I was like being coached and given homework or given pointers of how I make a situation better of why I'm feeling this way. And I feel like that's why we pay these people, you know, is like, we want to be told stuff. It's like when you go to a psychic, like you're not going to a psychic because you want to just have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me my future. Even if it's true (laughs) or not true, like give me something. And I feel like that's the difference. I really like that because I always say like, I have no idea what I'm doing in life and I have no idea what steps I need to take or like how I need to fix different aspects of my life. And so having somebody coach my life is exactly what I would need. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually, we'll send you our life coaches info. She's yeah. She's in LA and it's over the phone, but you'll love her. She's incredible. Oh, but I you, I mean, I have to say you've overcome so much publicly. I, what I've always loved about you is that you are such a strong, badass woman. I love people who are just so real and authentic and like walk in their truth and don't care whether people love them or hate them. Brie and I have always been that way. When we first met and I really started to research you and I'm like, she's freaking awesome. Aww. You've been through a lot too publicly. And I love when women can just hold their head up high and overcome it and be so kick-ass. And I mean, that's totally you, which is amazing. Thank you. Uh, that's really sweet of you to say. It's it's true. At first, you might, you know, encounter something publicly and it kind of makes your like heart drop to your stomach and you're just like, oh my gosh, like this is insane. I feel really crappy right now and all this stuff. But it's like at the end of the day, all you can do is like move forward and just keep on being yourself. And it sounds so cliche, but it's true. You have to just like mentally block that out and just like not even entertain it and just keep doing you. And I watched you guys. Like I told you whenever I met you, Nikki, that I was a huge fan of the WWE. I was obsessed. I would watch it all the time with my friend. And I loved you guys so much because you guys were those badass bitches who like, you know, you both like had a title. I think Nikki, you had two. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you had like the longest reigning one. And there was so much controversial stuff of like people liking you or not liking you. And you guys never cared. You went out there and you were yourselves every single time. And then you were like, and I'm going to drop a show on you. I'm going to be in one show and then I'm going to drop my own show. And I was like, yes. Honestly. Oh my God, I love that. You know, it is funny because... And thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, that is so sweet. There is only a small amount of us who know like the pressures of the public eye and like the media. I haven't gone through like a public breakup, but both of you have. And just how they can come in hard. I still can't believe what she deals with, like with media stuff. But... What I love is when I see women like overcome it and conquer because I'm like, people don't realize like it's hard. Like there's so many days where we both look at each other and we're like, just breathe. Just Just breathe. (laughs) (laughs) We got each other. (laughs) But 
you know, doing The Bachelor and going through so much publicly, like we've done reality TV for seven years, but if you were offered to come back like on reality, not Bachelor, Bachelorette, but like even your own show, would you do it? Like, would you fully put your life back out there? You know, I think I would because I really, really enjoyed doing it. You know, the worst part about it probably is all the waiting around, as you guys know. Like, there's a lot of times you're just waiting for something to happen or, like, waiting for them to start something and you're just kind of sitting there twiddling your thumbs. That was probably the only bad part. But other than that, I had so much fun with it. They just embraced me and they just encouraged me to, like, be more myself. And I think that in my past, a lot of the time, you know, from teachers and bosses and managers and stuff like that, it was a lot of them trying to suppress me and like tell me how like you know my personality was wrong and I needed to be more this way or that way whereas in reality tv they were like oh this girl's a dream let's keep her being who she is you know like this is perfect television and so I loved that because for the first time in my life I really felt like validated that it was okay to be who I am totally I I love love that. that that's how exactly how we felt too because We're kind of the girls, like, we're not going to apologize for who we are, but it is true. Reality television embraces that. And I like it, too, because we never really have to apologize because it's like, well, shit, you see it on reality TV. This is who I am. We don't have to fake it to anyone. It's great. Oh, it's the best thing ever. It's so much fun. Right? I want to talk to you guys a little bit about WWE because I just have a couple questions. Are you guys cool with that? Yes. Okay, so... One of the things I want to ask you guys, because one time me and my friend, we were up late at night and we were watching like uh, gimmicks and stuff. They're called gimmicks, right? Yes. Yeah. And I know you guys are friends with her, but it was the funniest gimmick I'd ever seen. Still to this day, whenever I think about it, I can't help but laugh. And it was Natty's fart gimmick. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) What was that? I mean, I'll never forget when they pitched it to Natty and Natty just so sweetly, like, of course I'll do it. But I was like, what? hey, why would they even want a woman farting like that? But it's WWE. We do always these quirky, crazy things. But man, she took it and ran with it. Like She did so good. I know. And I remember some days she'd just be like, I can't believe this is my character right now. <laughs> But I was just like, what direction are we going in right now with the women? It was so odd. And I'll I'll admit, at the same time, I was very happy that I wasn't given it. (laughs) I was like, thank God, because I would be like, what do you want me to do? But I will say, I would have said yes. I I mean, of course, we all do that. Right. We've all done something crazy I would have walked into pre-tapes and let out some gas. (laughs) God, It was so funny. I think it's really cool that... You ladies got to be like a part of the empowerment of women in the WWE because I didn't get into it until Total Divas. Then I started watching it and then I got really into it, but I didn't know the history of it before then. And my friend who has been watching it her whole life, she was like, no, like, let me show you some shit. And so, you know, I saw how a lot of the women got like really mistreated in the beginning. And then now, boom, you guys like all came out and it's like women are the shit. It was just really cool. And like you guys held the torch for that. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because of our time there. We did get to see the locker room change so much and just opportunity for women. And, you know, it always made Nicole and I feel bad because we did see the women in the past try hard to make change and want change, but they never got it. But we were lucky enough to be there so long that we were part of that forefront of the change for the women. And so it it gives me goosebumps when I think about it because... Me too. 
Yeah, it was a long journey. It and was. it was a hard one. It was so hard. Totally. And that was always like our fight because um, if you were just someone tuning in, they were like using the NXT women as like these women that wanted change. And we were the women of the past. Like, no, we've wanted this. Don't forget how women were treated before. And we remember those women. They were just so upset because they didn't have a voice at that time. And Brie and I wanted to be the voice for all women. Women that weren't there anymore, but we knew that wanted a change so bad. But it did make the battle so much better when you tuned in with us versus the others because we we just represented. It was like almost Game of Thrones style. Like we were the White Walkers pretty much, like representing <laughs> the past, like fighting the new. Um, and I loved it because Brie and I, I mean, 13 years, we saw so much. And that was towards the end of our 13 years. And so it was such an amazing And fight. I will say this. The one thing that, I definitely recognize through my whole entire time at WWE is when we first got there, a lot of women didn't work together. A lot of women were in it for themselves and that didn't make women succeed. It was nice to see that when we did the Divas Revolution story, it was nice to see all of our teams. We all came together, united and wanted to make every match the best. We all wanted to work together. And I truly believe because women came together, worked together, we succeeded. It wasn't women trying to pull each other down anymore. And yeah. I think that's what the past suffered where the future doesn't. I agree. And you see that so much in so many different industries that when women unite, like look at the Me Too movement, we took down a monster or they took down a monster. Like what we can do when we unite yeah. is so incredible. Look at when women wanted to vote. Like anytime you see a change for women, women came together. And I wish we'd always just remember that in everything we do. I agree. <laughs> but it's so true. Like whenever women unite and like we set aside, because it's in our instincts to be jealous. But if you can acknowledge like, okay, I'm feeling this way about this person because I'm envious I need to stop being envious and be appreciative and like want to work together. The more and more we progress, the less and less jealous us women are becoming. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. I, I agree. agree. You know, I always <laughs> recognize the latter. We say it at the same time. Twins. So cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always looked at the ladder that people climb more as like, like an escalator. People are constantly going up and going down and you could still go back up and go down. Like, you don't have that one time to climb up that ladder and you're not the only person who's going to. And I knew that even at WWE, like I'm not going to only ever be the only champion forever. There's going to be other women. There's going to be other women who are going to get their pushes, be the face. And it made me happy and proud and also want to support other women. And the other women that were just driving this, themselves crazy were the ones that were jealous of what some of the other women were getting. And they wouldn't just take the time, like you said, to be like, why do I feel this way? I want to be that one day. Right. And, and you'll yeah. always get that opportunity. There's enough success for everyone in this world. Woman, man, child of the future, whatever it may be, there's enough success for all of us. And it's like, that's what you exactly. just have to remember when you feel that way. Well, and that's why I always laughed when I see like people compare either if it's different women or whatever, it's like we all have to be different for it to be entertaining. Especially like when you look at WWE, we need to all be different characters. We all have to bring something different to the table. But yet, like that whole comparison thing, I never understood. Because I'm like, if we all were the same, then you guys would say boring. 
we're all different. And then you want to compare us to be, all be the same. It's bizarre how it can work. Were you guys each other's biggest cheerleaders whenever you went into it? Because I know that Brie, you had a title, then you had two titles. How did you guys deal with that? Because I know like I could be jealous sometimes. So I just wonder if y'all got in any fights over it. Or if you put the jealousy aside, like we're talking about and just built the other one up. And also like you guys were pinned against each other at one point. And, right. Like, I'm just wondering how that was going on. Yeah. So Brie, were you jealous of me? Never. No, actually, you know, the thing <laughs> I I think is because, and I knew because Bella Twins were always a tag team, but together we were powerful. And we also were individually. But for me, it was like, if I couldn't be a champion, I would want my sister to be it. And Aww. the fact that I would still be attached to it and be able to walk out, it made me feel like I was still a part of it. And so for me, it was like I was always rooting her on. And it was like Nicole said earlier, too. You know, everyone has their moment. Like, I was Divas champion at one point, And I don't know. It always made me just proud. I was never jealous. But I will say, when we went against each other, it was actually my favorite thing. Because it was nice to work with someone that it was a give and take. I knew I was going to go into a storyline where she just wanted to make me look good and she knew I just wanted to make her look good. Because that doesn't always happen with the women. You never know who's going to try to bury you or do something. Right. So having the trust made me like actually love it. Yeah. I felt the same way with Brie. Like when she was champion and even when I was a two-time champion and the longest reigning, like I always wanted to involve her as much as possible because I knew my character, my championship met more with her by my side. But that's why I feel like Brie and I were at the forefront for change because being identical twins and understanding that like, no, when when you have this, it's so much better and it's less scary out there and you succeed more. I think that's what made us always want to fight for women um, because even growing up, there were times that I was like jealous of what people got, but it never drove me crazy. It was like, oh, I want to try harder to be there. And I don't know if it's just because we've been identical twins. So I've always had this girl next to me competing with. And I think that's what made us at a very young age want that change. Mm, I love that so much. I was really bummed whenever you guys were against each other because like at first, I'm not going to lie, I was a bigger fan of Brie because no, I felt like, yes. you were, like you were so successful, you know, Nikki? And yeah. so I was like rooting for her and like wanting her to like do better. And then I fell in love with both of you whenever Total Bellas came out and like oh. I got to see more of like both of you. And I was like, these are just the coolest sisters. I want a twin right now. <laughs> I'm so bummed. Brie and I always say we feel so blessed. Like being an identical twin, you have this built-in best friend, someone who always has your back. And like, even though we're very different, we love the same things as far as how we vacation, how we drink our wine. (laughs) So it's, that part has been like, just a lot of fun. And I'm like so thankful to be a twin. I couldn't even imagine it any other way, right? I know. We're lucky. We are. Aw, it's so cute. So... Nikki, are you and Artem engaged or are you married or what's the deal? So we're engaged. Gosh, so we got engaged back in November and then I found out I was pregnant three weeks after and I was already feeling like, oh my gosh, this engagement happened really quick. We've only been together for a year officially and like this is a lot. Not even officially. We started dating at that point. So I was going through all these feelings of it just feeling really fast. And then I found out I was pregnant and I was like, oh my gosh. And I had just told Artem, I'm like, look, just because I'm pregnant, we're not going to rush and get married. Like I want to have the baby, see where things are at. And then we could start talking marriage. But I mean, what he and I literally went through in a year was what people go through 
in four years because like he had gotten fired from Dancing with the Stars and for someone to deal with such a career loss, he was devastated. And that was like in the beginning of a relationship. Why do you get fired? Do you mind me asking? No, not at all. It was the craziest thing. It was last season and it was literally three days before he was flying out for Good Morning America announcement. So they literally, they would fly out, I think it was on a Sunday and they called him on a Friday night. So here he was booked the whole time. And like for dancers, it's like any gig in Hollywood, like all the other jobs are already taken because he's about to start a new season and he got released. I mean, all Artem's done his whole life has been a ballroom dancer. He's from Russia. He's incredible. One of the best. And then he did Dancing with Stars. I think it was 10 years or something crazy. And he started at Strictly over in the UK in London and then came over to Dancing with the Stars. He was on season one of So You Think You Can Dance. His history is crazy, but he was just so blindsided. And that was like so hard on our relationship because it makes someone naturally depressed. And like, it's really hard when you just start dating someone and then all of a sudden they go through that and you're trying to be strong. And then you're like, when's this going to pass? And then it was, we went through so, so much. And I'll admit, I miss him dancing so much because Artem is like one of the most beautiful dancers in the world. Well, thank goodness for TikTok. I, I try to get him to do it with me more, but he won't. I'm like, come on. I need like, even when he scrambles eggs, like how perfectly pointed his toes are in his posture. It's oh, like unreal. That sounds hot. <laughs> and they're the best lovers. I Ooh. mean, dancers. Well, I don't know. Brian's amazing. He's a wrestler. Not I know, a but you've never been with the dancers. So. Here's the thing. You guys are both with like athletic people. So amazing, beautiful bodies. Oh, like, yeah. Ugh. Right. Athletes are the it. best. I mean, there's nothing sexier than when they have a beautiful body. Yeah, like the muscle That butt, you get to just, the... yeah, touch and see it work. Yeah. That one is yes. like in the athletic, yeah, stage. Yes. <laughs> it's got like stamina. Back. That's yes. stamina, exactly. <laughs> Love that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, that's really cute. And I'm sorry that, you know, he had to go through that. Oh, but that's okay. I think it's awesome that you were there for him. And yeah. it really grew y'all's relationship and stuff. And now you're at the point where you're about to have a baby. When are you going to get married? Ooh, you know, it's also scary because of like COVID-19. The uncertainty just kills me. It's so hard not to try to feel depressed over it at times because you're like, how long are we stuck inside for? And seeing all the headlines of all these weddings where some people weren't getting their money back and they had a social distance. And I was just like, I want to make sure the world is in such a clear space because the day I get married, like I just want a massive party. I want to bash. I want everything I've dreamed of. So I honestly think our wedding will probably be far out Maybe not, maybe within a year, but like, I don't even know. I, I have a feeling it might be longer. Yeah, it's unpredictable. And especially because, you know, like you said, with the COVID-19. So yeah, that's totally understandable. I just, I feel so bummed for everybody that's going through that. Like there's so many weddings that were supposed to happen and now they're canceled or rescheduled. It just happened to my cousin. She just messaged us all today and was like, I'm so sorry, but we have to postpone it. And it's like, nobody even knows when to postpone it to. Right. And this is like a huge deal. Like your wedding, like, you know, you plan out all this stuff. Like it's really exciting. And everyone's just like, what do we do now? Right. I I mean, I can't even imagine it was funny because I was talking to someone who their wedding's in August 
I was like, oh, like, are you guys going to do or what's happening? But you do the first thing you think about is your elderly, like your grandparents and all of that. And it's still not going to be safe for them. And then you're like, well, do I want to have it without them there? And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so much that goes into it. Or not have like people dance. And it's it's just hard. It's the one day that's supposed to be all about you. And you're thinking about everyone else. Right. Right. Well, and even as an ally, like. I've wanted to be a mom for so long and my best Mm. friends haven't even touched my tummy. And here we've been best friends since we've all been 18 and they might just end up seeing my baby at like six months old. So it's just so crazy. I told Brie, I go, what, what keeps me going through it is that I'm healthy. My baby's healthy. So I'm so blessed for that. But just to not have these things that were such a luxury in life is so difficult. I just, I miss how life was. It's like, oh, maybe at times we were like, we're all, you know, ungrateful for how amazing it was. But now you realize like, I do anything to go back. Yeah. It's just like, I wow, who would have ever thought this would happen in 2020? I know. Okay, this is kind of random, but I really wanted to bring this up because I just like looked at your Wikipedia today and I saw something on there that I thought was really funny. So you guys, um, I think it was... I don't remember if it was after high school or after college, during college, but I read that you guys worked at Hooters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So did I. Hey, welcome to us. You did? That's amazing. Oh, my God. I love it. How long were you there for? I only worked there a few months, but I was a really good waitress. Like, I was just like the really sweet one who would like recover all the tables, you know, like an order went wrong or something. And I'd come up, like, here's some complimentary fried pickles. And I got you guys all the extra ranch. Wink, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh totally. I love it. Oh, we were so Hooters. Because you do, you have to play into it and the tips go up. But we worked at Hooters for what, almost two years? Two and a half years, yeah. It's like a whole community. The people you work with, like the girls, it's really nuts. That's what prepared y'all for like total divas and all of this stuff. Honestly. Oh my gosh, Because you would have your crew so that it was like your bestie crew. And then everyone else though had their crews and everyone would just like compete. And it was just like we say, it was almost like a modeling agency in a way, like just the competition with certain things. But then you had your booze and you'd all go get your drinks after hang out or whatnot. How they've never made a reality show on Hooters. I mean, I've always wondered that it would be so entertaining. The Bella twins might have to be executive producers on it. Honestly, they really. Hey, guys, I think you just came up with your next show. Honestly, (laughs) it'd be so good. Them fighting over the big scrunchy socks. Those are my socks. Or no. Yeah, we used to like steal the extra socks out of the back room and like an extra shirt and stuff. Like the manager would catch you and be like, what are you doing? Oh, totally. Like secretly like drinking in the back and oh stuff. My, totally. Oh, we would be doing all of that. I will say it was some really good times. I just think of like all this stuff though as Hooter waitresses had to go through. I mean, even like their lingo or like doing the YMCA. Like we'd have to say, have a Hooterific time. Think or- of how we slung in orders. Like, I mean, there was nothing normal about it, but it was a lot of fun. What, what would you say when you have to throw it in? Order in, right? You'd have to yell out order in. Um, I, I don't know. Do we just ours. had like a, t- a counter thing where we'd like go up there and we would just like yell at the cooks like, come on, where's my this? Where's my that? Like, where's my buffalo shrimp? Where's my nachos? Oh. Like, come on, these people are getting mad. It's been 45 minutes. I just remember the birthdays because I'd get up on the stool and be like, uh, attention everybody at Hooters. Yeah. My boyfriend here today is turning 16. I was like, yeah, what? Why totally. That is exactly. That is yep. how funny. Ours. Yeah. That gosh, that Wow, that was so long ago. So that's but that's where we met all our best friends. Oh it was gosh, crazy. We all kind of had a very similar background, the same story of how we ended up there. And it's the same crew of us of nine that have stayed best friends since we've been 18. 
And wow. it's just, it. we always, like when people will be like, where'd you all meet? I remember for a long time, we'd all be like, college. And then sometimes we love telling yeah. people Hooters. Hooters University. Yeah, but when people are like, wait, y'all met at Hooters? We're like, yeah, we all met at Hooters. <laughs> One of my best friends I met at Hooters too back then. And Aww. I was, how old was I at the time? I think I was probably 19. 19 yeah. or 20. Yeah, we started at like 18, mm-hmm. 19. It's crazy. What a time, Hooters. I know. Hooters. Well, I'll have to go there one time. We'll go to one of the LA ones together. Oh gosh, I haven't been to a Hooters in so many years. I Me either. I haven't had it in years. Please, let's, let's do that. Do let's it. do That'll it. That'll be, that would be so, so fun. fun. And oh my gosh. the reality show for the Hooters, I want in on that. I yes. want to too. It would be so we'll entertaining. It would be so good. It would be so good. entertaining. We'd have so much fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Film I'm making- just think about the Hooter girls who would fight over regulars because you know the one regulars that come and be big tippers. Oh, yeah. oh but then the fight to be in the calendar. Oh, And then to yeah. do the pageant in Vegas. I mean, there oh, was the fights. Oh, the pageant. Yeah. Like, they asked me so to do it and I was like, yeah, film. sure. And then the day before I bailed, I was like, I ain't doing that. Like, yeah. Mm, I can't. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so crazy. I know. It really oh, is. Love it. Well, thank you guys so much for being with me today. I wish we could just chat forever. I want to come hang out and snuggle with y'all. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, right honestly. in the middle. It'd be so fun. Right? I just I can picture myself right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know that would be so cute. And thank you, too, for... Just everything and stay strong in that quarantine house. Yes. Hey, tell yeah. them that you got the Bellas now as your backup. Yeah. So. Body slam. We'll body slam anyone, even with baby <laughs> bumps. So if anyone judges right. me again in this house, the Bellas will come and drop kick you with their baby bumps. Yeah. I'll have like a projector up of like some footage of y'all. Yes. Like, Do you want this to happen to you? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Aww, thank you, ladies. That's so sweet. I feel so loved. No. Um, all right. Whenever this is all over, let's go to Hooters. Let's just hang out in general. I really yes. like chatting with y'all. Yeah. Oh, you too. too. Let's do it. I love it. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops. 
when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. All right, everyone, give it up for this week's Bella Brains host, my brother-in-law, Daniel Bryan. Thank you, Nicole. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show where we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. We're keeping track of who wins each week, and the first person to five wins a donation to their favorite charity paid for by the loser. And the score is currently me up one to zero. All right. Who's going to win this round? Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Okay, who's going to leave the room first? I'll leave the room first because yeah, Nicole Brie. did last time. Okay, good. You know, I have, I'm have i having that winner's luck going for me, I think. You're on a streak. I'm on a streak. I got you, that one win. You're streaking. <laughs> yeah, I'm streaking. <laughs> for this week's Bella Brains, we're going to be talking about the human body. Oh. Yeah. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Question number one. What's the hard white surface of a tooth called? I'm going to say this wrong. Enamel? Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) All right. What term describes someone who can use either hand equally well? Oh, shoot, Nicole. Um, Oh, my gosh. This is... uh, I know this. Can I have a hint? Mm, it starts with an A. Where they can use both sides. Equally well. Can't even think. Um, there. Do I get any other hints? Nope. Shoot. <laughs> so it begins with an A. It begins with an A. And it's a term that describes someone who can use either hand equally well. I can't even think. Like at all for the life of me. <laughs> yeah. Ambidextrous. Oh, I did not know that. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was thinking of something else. Okay. I don't know what I was thinking of. You have one right. This is your final question. Shoot. You only get one guess. Oh, wow. How many chambers are in the human heart? Four. Ding, 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 ding. Only because we had to do that a lot with the baby boy. (laughs) So I learned that. Okay, let me go get Brie. All right, I'm back to beat Nicole. She's back. I'm back. Are you ready? I'm ready. For this week's Bella Brains. Yes. We're talking about 
the human body? Oh, no. Question number one. What's the hard white surface of a tooth called? Um, I know it because, like, when you lose it, your teeth become sensitive. You lose the, um, not the film, like the, you know. I know. Yeah, I know what it is for sure. Okay, film is one. Is your first guess? No, I was just kidding because that's like, I know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see. I think that counts. It's going to bug me. I know it. I can't think right now. Oh, shit. (laughs) Do you need a hint? Yes. Starts with an E. Enamel. Ding, 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 ding. I knew it. All right, question number two. What term describes someone who can use either hand equally well? Um, <laughs> I know this one too, and I can't think of it. I mean, Nicole said the same thing, and then when I said the word, she didn't know it. Oh. They can use their right hand and their left hand. They can use their right hand and their left hand. So therefore... They are... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're speaking twin language, it means they're mere image twins. <laughs> Wait, what? But anyways, we're talking about one person. I don't know. That's really good for them that they can do it. I don't... I, give me a hint. Starts with an A. An A? A. <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> uh, that an- might be correct. Most ambidextrous <laughs> people I know are assholes. Ambidextrous. <laughs> oh, shoot. Ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> that can't count. And I would have never gotten yeah, so I can't the, even it, pronounce yeah. ambidextrous. <laughs> ambidextrous. Yeah. And, you know, they're thinking right now, they're listening, she's the asshole who can't <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> All the ambidextrous assholes out there yeah. are thinking you're the asshole yeah. for not being able to pronounce it. All right. <laughs> uh, final question, and you only get one guess. How many chambers are in the human heart? Four chambers. Ding, 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 yes. ding, 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 Did Nicole get that wrong? No, she got it right. So it's another tiebreaker? It's breaker. another tie. So you know, I didn't need a hint for enamel. Okay, whatever. Pregnancy brain. Not my <laughs> fault. My baby's coming. Okay. Any day. Okay, for the tiebreaker, there are two colors that are associated with human blood cells. Blood? Blue, blue and red. Blue and red. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not blue. Red, red and white. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, we're thinking of ultrasound. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, red and white. <laughs> I won. I'm not fair. Brie what do you mean? Uh, it's so fair. I said it, and I actually let yeah. him say the whole question this week. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were filming uh, these things for like a YouTube or something because uh, the girls are sharing a mic. So when they try to answer... In this thing, at the same time, they're pulling the microphone back and forth like an <laughs> oh incredible God, tug of we war. We are. It's like yeah. double fighting. <laughs> we literally become ten year olds. Except yeah. your big boobs that don't feel like ten year olds are like on my arm the whole time, which grosses me out. Sick. But how funny about the blue and red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings the current score to a tie at 1-1. Join us again next week for another edition of Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains.
Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. And a huge thank you to our guest, Demi Burnett. Goodness, I just absolutely love her. Is she not just the cutest thing ever? So cute. And also, you guys, tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we have a new Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's Podcast, so make sure to follow us at the Bella's Podcast. And special thanks to my hubby, Brian, for being a great Bella Brains host. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See See you next next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.